Hello and welcome back to the Reincarnated Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stishin, and once again I'm bringing you another one of the scariest, creepiest, and most skin-crawling tales of terror that the golden age of radio had to offer. For this episode, we go back to the Inner Sanctum Mysteries as we present to you a story about a woman that receives a mysterious phone call telling her she only has four hours to live. Today, the cast of Madeline Dower, David DeAlmo, Lacey Joe Sloat, and myself reincarnate The Voice on the Wire, which originally aired on November 29th, 1944. So turn off the lights, gather round, and if you get scared, just remember, these tales scared your grandpappy first, and enjoy the Reincarnated Radio Podcast. On a long, narrow island, just off the shore of one of our larger lakes, Mrs. Geraldine Reeves, widow of the late composer David Reeves, lives alone in a gaunt, gray-shingled house. Only a few hundred yards away are the charred remains of her former home, where David was burned to death in a fire just two years ago. It's after dinner now, as the clock in the hall strikes eight. You've got to get a hold of yourself, Geraldine. I can't help it, Doctor. You see, it starts every night about this time. What starts? The music. David's last composition. I hear it being played on a piano, and the notes seem to come from the old house. The house where David died in the fire. Well, perhaps someone is playing that piece on the piano. Someone on the island. No. No, there's only one other house out here, and those people are away. And the dog. A dog keeps howling all night long. What dog? I don't know. There's no dog on the island, but David and I did have a dog, remember? He stayed with David the night of the fire. He died with him because David was too ill to get out of bed. There! There it is again! It's amazing. That's a real dog, somewhere on this island. Do you think so? Why, of course. Probably some stray got across the bridge or swam over from the shore. Well, you see, I... Oh, excuse me, Doctor. Certainly. Hello? Miss Geraldine Reeves? Yes, speaking. Who is this? Listen. Good heavens! You have four hours to live, Mrs. Reeves. Four hours to live. What? What did you say? Hello? Hello? What's the matter, Geraldine? The music. The same music. I heard it again. Over the phone. Someone's playing it on the piano. It must be some sort of a prank. No, no, no. A man spoke to me. He said I have four hours to live. Four hours to... Here, let me have that phone. No, no. It's no use. He's... he's rung off. Well, we might be able to trace the call. Hello? Operator. Operator? Someone's trying to kill me. Hello, operator? Operator? What's wrong, Doctor? I'm afraid the wires have been cut. We'd better get into my car and drive into town right away. Yes. Yes, it isn't safe for me to stay here another minute.
The motor won't turn over. Somebody must have meddled with this car while we were in the house. Well, try my car, Doctor. I think perhaps I'd better. Is it in the garage? Yes, yes, I left. Great heavens, it's gone! The garage is empty! The car's been stolen! Now let's not lose our heads, Geraldine. We're not completely cut off yet. If we can't use a car, we can still walk. But it's almost a mile to the bridge, and the road is so dark down along the water. It won't be too dark with a flashlight. We can go down through the woods to the edge of the water and walk along the shore. Oh, wait a minute. What's the matter? I just remembered. David's brother's driving out here tonight. Harvey? Yes, and his wife, Laura. They said they'd be here by 8.30, and if we wait for them, they can take us back in their car. What do you think, Doctor? That's safer than trying to make it alone. If we wait right here, perhaps we can watch the bridge and see them coming. Heaven's sake, Geraldine, what are you staring at? The bridge, Doctor, the bridge! Look! This end of it's been washed out! Oh, Doctor, this is crazy. Searching for a telephone wire in back of the house? If we're seen out here, there's no telling what might happen. Please, Geraldine, we've got to find out where that wire was cut and splice it together again. It's our only chance of reaching the police. But it's almost nine o'clock. We've wasted an hour already. If I'm not out of here by twelve... Stop it, Geraldine, stop it. I'm sorry, I... I didn't mean to. What's that? It's the dog again. That confounded dog is tied up around here somewhere. No, no, I didn't mean that. I mean, the light on the road. There's a strange light on the road. The headlight of a car coming this way. A car? Yes. Quick, behind the house and stay out of sight. It's turning into the driveway. How could a car have come out onto the island with that bridge? Shh! They're getting out. Oh, why, it's Harvey and, and Laura! Oh, Harvey! Hello! Harvey, oh, Harvey, I... Well, for Pete's sake, Jerry, what are you doing? Playing hide-and-seek with us back there? Oh, Harvey, I'm so glad you've come. Jerry, what's the matter? Oh, everything, everything, but... But first, you've got to tell us how you got here. Why, we just drove over the bridge and up on the road, the way we always do. But how could you drive over the bridge? It's been washed out. Oh, you must be mistaken. We drove over the bridge not more than two minutes ago. Are you sure you haven't been on the island longer than that? Oh, I'm positive. Why? Well, some very strange things have been happening here tonight. Geraldine's life was threatened, her car stolen, and mine tampered with. What? What are you talking about? Look, I'll show you. The starter in my car won't even turn the motor over. Here. By George, it's working now. Say, what's this, Jerry? Have you and the doctor been taking a few pills? Or did you drink too much wine at dinner? Oh, no, no. Everything he said is true. Even the telephone wires have been... I must be going out of my mind. That is my telephone ringing, isn't it? Yes, of course. Aren't you going to answer it? I... I'm almost afraid to. Come with me, Harvey, will you, while I do? Sure. Hello? Hello, Mrs. Reeves? Yes? Listen. It's nine o'clock, Mrs. Reeves. You have three hours to live.
I can't stand this waiting, this endless waiting. Why don't the police come? Easy now, Jerry. They'll be here. You only phoned them a few minutes ago. But something can happen before they get here. I have a gun ready just in case anything should happen, and I won't hesitate to use it. You... you have a gun, Doctor? Why, uh, yes. Geraldine gave it to me before you arrived. What's the matter? You trust me with a gun, don't you? Why, why, of course, I... <gasps> Laura, what is it? A face at the window. I just saw a face at the window. Laura, please. You're letting your imagination run away with you. No, I saw it right there. The face of a... a dead man. Quick, Harvey, out the back way. No, no, please don't leave us. We'll be right outside the window. Jerry, I'm afraid. Well, there's nothing we can do, Laura. They, they won't be far away. But I... I don't trust Dr. Prizing. You should never have given him that gun. Why not? Because... because I think he's a murderer. Don't you remember how he acted at the trial when you were accused of starting the fire that killed David? He testified against you time and again to make them think that you did it because he started that fire himself. What on earth are you saying? I'm telling you the truth. During the trial, he swore that he wasn't on the island the night of the fire, but he was. And I can prove it. How? By this cigarette case of his. Here, look at it. You see how it's been charred and melted on the side where his initials were? The police searched everything in the next morning. They would have found it in the ashes. Not if it wasn't there. He came back for it that same night, soon as he missed it, and dragged it out of the fire. He knew it would incriminate him if it were found in his possessions. So he threw it into the lake as he drove home over the bridge. And that's where we found it, in the water, the last time we were out here. Oh, Laura, I hope you're wrong. So do I. But if I'm right, we're all in for- Laura! The lights! Somebody's turned off the lights! Huh? Laura? Laura, where are you? Jerry, the door! Coming through the door! It's the face! I saw the- <gasps> Laura! Laura! It was meant to be me, Harvey. Whoever came through that door intended to kill me. Jerry, please. How is Laura, Doctor? I'm afraid I can't do anything for her, Harvey. She's passed on. Laura. Laura, darling. You'd better not touch the body, Harvey. Oh, leave me alone! You've done enough already, Dr. Prizing. I beg your pardon? You have a lot of explaining to do when the police arrive, Doctor. I'll tell them how you ran away from me out there, before the lights went out. And how you were here in this room when they went on again. Harvey, don't say things you'll regret later on. Just a moment. Where is the cigarette case Laura had in her hand when the lights went out? What cigarette case? You know the one I mean, Dr. Prizing. The gold one that was charred in the fire. I haven't the faintest idea what you're talking about. I have. And if you're as innocent as you claim to be, you won't mind being searched. Not at all. Go right ahead. I will. Whom are you calling, Geraldine? The police. I can't understand why they haven't arrived yet. It's almost ten o'clock. Maybe something's happened to them on the way. Maybe their car broke down. Their car, too? Huh? Nothing. Only it seems as if your car is the only one that works when you want it to. Headquarters. Oh, Sergeant. Sergeant, I can't understand why your men aren't here yet. A murder's been committed. Do you think you've been calling the police department all this time, Mrs. Reeves? David's music? It's ten o'clock, Mrs. Reeves. You have two more hours. 
Jerry, are you in your room? Yes, Harvey. What is it? This is our chance, Jerry. We've got to run away from Dr. Prizing now, while we're alone. Yes, of course, Harvey. But how will we go? In my car. It's just... Wait a minute. Listen. What is it? Sounds like footsteps in the living room. Prizing must be in there. No, I saw him go outside. He said he wanted to see if he could find the dog. Well, there's something in there. I'm going to find out who it is. Be careful, Harvey. He may be standing just outside the door. Yeah. All right. You stay behind me. Is anybody there? Is anybody in the living room? No. There doesn't seem to be. Don't overlook me, Harvey. <gasps> oh. Well, Dr. Prizing, you've been standing at this door with your ear to the keyhole? I thought you were supposed to be outside, looking for the dog. I was outside, but I saw someone moving around in here, so I came back. When I got here, your wife's body was gone. What? Gone? Laura's body gone? I assume that it's gone. It's not where it was on the floor. But how? Look here, Prizing. You were alone in this room. And so were you, after I left, wasn't he, Geraldine? Well, yes, now that I think back, he was. Certainly. What's more, Geraldine saw me leave the house. And when I left, the body was still here. After that, I don't know what happened. What are you driving at? Draw your own conclusions. I've drawn mine. Why, you... Harvey, stop it! Stop it! The dog again. Yeah. I can't understand why you didn't find that dog, Dr. Prizing. He must be right out there where the old house used to be. Well, if you think you can find him, why don't you go? Look, there's a fire burning out there. On the grounds of the old house? Prizing, you started that fire yourself. And you're burning Laura's body to cover up your crime. Harvey, where are you going? I'm going to the fire, Jerry. I've got to stop it. I'm going to lose my mind if someone doesn't stop these awful things from happening. Won't anybody help us? I... Easy, Geraldine. The man who hopes to kill you is trying to break you down first. It's part of his plan. Take a sip of this brandy. It'll help you. All right. Thank you, Doctor. I... What's the matter? Oh, nothing, really. I just don't care for any brandy just now. What's wrong with it? Well, I didn't say anything was wrong with it. I just you don't... You fool. Do you think I'm trying to poison you? I don't know what to Here, think. give me that brandy. I'll drink it myself. There. Do you believe me now? I don't believe anyone. Listen to me, Geraldine. I'm the best friend you have in the world right now. You've got to understand that because there isn't much more time. We've got to get away from Harvey while he's still out there. What do you mean? Can't you see? He's trying to kill you. That's a lie. It isn't, Geraldine. Harvey's the one that's lied to us. He and Laura both. They intended to kill you when the lights went out, but in the darkness, Harvey made a fatal mistake. He thought it was you he was strangling, not Laura. I won't believe that. They never drove across that bridge at nine o'clock tonight. They've been here on the island all evening. How do you know? Because we saw that bridge with our own eyes, and I saw it again just five minutes ago. It's still down. You're lying. Come out and see it for yourself. You're just trying to get me out of this house. Stop being such a fool. Here, take this gun. If it'll give you any security, take it. And hold it in my back while we're out there. But for heaven's sake, let's get away from Harvey while there's still a chance. All right. Give me the gun. Now, you keep in front of me all the time, and I'm warning you. If you make one false move, I'll kill you in cold blood. You see? Harvey and Laura were lying to us. The bridge is still down. You're right. They couldn't have come across that bridge. Of course not. 
The only trouble is, we can't get back over it now, either. We've got to get away, Doctor, now, before we're seen. What about that house, the other end of the island? The people are away. But they might have a boat. Yes, of course, they do have a boat. We can row to the mainland. Come on, quick. I have a feeling we're being followed. It's your imagination. Hurry, Geraldine, hurry. We are being followed, Doctor. Look, behind us. There's a man with a dog. It's just like the dog you owned. The one that died in the fire. Yes, and the man. It's David. We've lost them. Lost them in the woods. They can't be far behind. Doesn't matter now. The house is just ahead. But the boat, Doctor. The boat's not at the landing. It must be. Well, it isn't. Can't you see it isn't? Perhaps it's around and back. No, that side of the house faces the road. Well, then we'll have to break in. Hide here until morning. Our best chance is to be inside where we can protect ourselves. After all, you still have a gun. But I hardly know how to use it. Then give it to me. No. You still don't trust me, do you? I don't know, Doctor. But I'm the one who's being threatened, so I really should have the gun. Very well. Wait here. I'll break through the window and come around on the inside. Did you hurt yourself? No, I'm all right. Just wait there for me and I'll unlock the door. Oh, hurry, Doctor. Please hurry. They're on our trail again. Come inside, Geraldine, quickly, and lock the door behind you. We're in luck. There's a phone here, if it hasn't been disconnected. Hello. Hello, operator. This isn't the operator. Tell Mrs. Reeves it's 11 o'clock. She has one more hour to live. Half past 11. I won't leave this house. I'm not going to run away any longer. If they're going to kill me, let them come here and do it. Only for heaven's sakes, why don't they do it right away? Why don't they come here and get it over with instead of waiting until twelve o'clock? Geraldine, please. Well, I can't stand it any longer. I'd rather die than go through any more of this torture. I just can't. Sit down for a moment. Relax and try to ease your mind. Dr. Prizing, what are you doing? Playing the piano. I thought it might relax you. But that melody... You! You're the one I hear at night playing David's music, playing it right here in this house! Yes, Geraldine. I rented this house to protect you from David and the dog. You didn't know that David would come back to life, did you, Geraldine? Now stay where you are. Stay! Don't be afraid. I won't harm you, as long as you have that gun. But that gun won't stop David. David's dead! Is he? Listen. It's right outside the door. And in a moment, he'll be here to take you with him. No! David! David! Yes, Geraldine. I've come back to see you, in spite of everything you've done. Stop. You started that fire because you knew I was too much of an invalid to get out of bed. Stay where you are. You hated me, Geraldine. Stop! No. Your bullets can't harm me now. Nothing you can do can harm me now. Because I'm dead, and you're still alive. David, 
David, forgive me. I I didn't know what I was doing that night. Please, please believe me. I was sorry as soon as I started that fire, but it was too late then. I couldn't put it out. I just couldn't. I... How dare you ask my forgiveness when you're still lying? But I'm not lying. I'm not. I, I told you everything. Why didn't you tell the police? Because I wanted to live. You'll confess everything now? Yes, I will. If you'll only leave me alone. Please, please. It was my cigarette case Laura found in the water. I'd thrown it over the bridge that same night after I took it out of the fire. I- Well, I guess that's all we need, Harvey. A full confession with two witnesses. Harvey? Yes, Geraldine. I do look like my brother in this dim light. And the dog Laura's holding outside is the same breed you once owned. Laura? Did you say Laura was alive? Very much so, Geraldine. Wasn't hard for me to pretend to be dead, with the doctor keeping you away from my body. Then you were all in this together. You forced this confession out of me. Yes, Geraldine. The blank cartridges Dr. Prizing slipped into that gun of yours really turned the trick. Oh, excuse me. Hello? Oh, hello, Inspector. Yes, it's all right now. You can hook the wires up again. She's told the truth. And that concludes our reincarnation of The Voice on the Wire from Inner Sanctum Mysteries and another episode of the Reincarnated Radio Podcast. I'd like to thank my cast for helping me bring this script back to life. And new episodes can be found every Thursday on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram so you never miss an announcement. And while you're at it, leave us a review. Tell us what you think. Hopefully we raised a hair or two. But for now, that's it for me, Dave Stishin, and the rest of us at the Reincarnated Radio Podcast, where we scared your grandpappy first. (laughs) 